Hello, everyone, and welcome to Lokia Kahenge, your bi-weekly podcast in which we talk about mental health and culture. In this week's episode, we're talking about the lovely women in our lives. This episode's name is She. And joining me are the best she's that I know, <laughs> and that is the Kasher sisters. But also this week, we not only have Kinza and Manahil, as you all know, we have Fatma. Hello, Fatma. Hi. I'm how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Thank you for being on the show with us today. I'm so excited. Yeah, this is our first guest, so we're pumped. Right, so let's start with our personal stories in terms of what it's like to sort of be a woman of color growing up here, growing up internationally, growing up with multiple languages. So, yeah. I've been waiting for so long for this. <laughs> it's not even funny. Um, I was like talking to my sister and we were saying that, yeah, we should come up with the points and everything like that. And she's like, yeah, basically the points are everything that you talk about every day, every second of your life. So I'm really excited to just like, you know, jump right in. In all honesty, I've, I'll, uh, it's funny that like, you know, we bring up our parents a lot, but they really did not raise us uh, looking at color. Um, so we really never thought about, you know, how... Um, being of color, um, you know, might be a thing, in all honesty, uh, which is great, uh, but it also comes from a place of privilege. Um, and that was true when we were in Pakistan. That was really true when we came here as well. But then obviously, America being the diverse um, community that it is and the country that it is, or the, actually the community that we landed in is, um, is very, very, you, you know, there's people from all walks of life and we love it we love new york um same (laughs) spoken like true new yorkers we love new york um but the one thing that obviously became very apparent to us was you know that uh color means something here of course um that being said for somebody who comes from the culture that i do our color means a lot of different things color has meaning within our culture and different layers of meaning within our culture as Mm -hmm. well uh you could be of you know um quote unquote like fair color or like uh you know um or dark color from within our culture as well which also means you know discrimination which also means different dialogues of like how uh acceptable you are to society yeah. uh what is your worth basically um based on what what you look like um and so yeah it's funny that we started off by you know saying color but like it's not only a thing of race it's also a thing of like the literal skin color that you absolutely. are absolutely like complexion yeah, yeah. no definitely yeah. i mean last week i talked about how me being a man is already privileged but what i forgot to mention is me being fair skin even within the context of my yeah. own family like i yep. take it for granted that it's like i mean it's not something that i should be quote-unquote excited or happy about but right but like i grew up with that privilege of being a fair skin male right. now the opposite of that is a um a woman of color right so how do how are you sort of growing up with that versus maybe a guy who has all the privilege in the world especially in the context of our culture yeah and i would love my sisters to join in whenever you want yes i feel like i could take off it take up like three hours of this um but i do think that it's hard um mm-hmm. we never ever thought about it uh in another way because again our dad our dad 
taught us how to change a light bulb at like age five, you know, um, as dangerous as that sounds. Um, But it's true. Um, You know, he wanted us to go and, you know, clean our car like any guy would. Um, And we started driving cars. He wanted us to, you know, go and... um, uh, you know, deal with the public or mm-hmm. be in very difficult situations such as work or, you know, uh, really, really, he basically put up no barriers for us to, you know, go and we're sitting here doing this. This is another way of him saying and like, you know, him him saying that, you know, you're free to do with your creative mind what you will. Wow. Yeah. You know. That's incredible. Exactly. And he like always empowered us no matter what. He's always been like, do what you want to do, do what, and don't think about what others other people are going to say what about it you know yeah yeah and that's great yeah, yeah. Uh, but at the same time what our dad did was he set up the safe space for us to explore and grow within the walls of our house however of course, the rest of the world, when you go out, mm-hmm. they're not your they dad. And yeah. they also don't dad. have that yeah. same walk of life that you guys come yeah. from. I mean, seriously, we're <clears throat> all four of us in our own um, lives are actually pretty lucky compared yeah, to yeah, half of the population that comes from our intersections or our uh, walks of life in terms of diversity, yeah. right? So, you know, it's actually... Uh, that's also part of the privilege is that you know we have chill parents or you guys have chill parents that aren't sort of um you know really harsh just because you are female exactly. because i know right. a lot of people who don't have that yeah oh yeah and i'm sure we're gonna get into stories oh about we will it. get into <laughs> exactly. stories so what i wanted to start off with was first shouting out the most awesome women that i know and then i guess we'll just go around like talking about who we look up to in terms of yeah. powerful women in our life women in our lives so for me it's definitely my mom she was always like really the tomboy of the family like she's mm. a really tough nut like when it comes to like solving problems she was always involved in the family in terms of the things that are not um usually divided to um the mother of the family so she'll be doing things like hard labor or she'll be doing things like you know um helping choose our career paths that are outside of like the traditional boundaries of what the expectation is for us to grow up as. And the other people that are awesome in my life are a few of my cousins who really deal with people who don't look at them as powerful people Mm -hmm. who look at them as people who need to procreate, make a family cook like the you know the the standards that we have for women that are so bland and and unnecessary right they don't have any room to explore because sort of they're surrounded by people who tell them that this is what you need to become and it's like a straight like you know just um a wall of expectations um so what do you guys who who do you guys have in your lives that are women besides each other because you know shout out to you guys as well (laughs) um, (laughs) um that are like sort of really influential um i think definitely for me personally and my mom first of all and i think that goes for the two of us yeah she has just made a lot of sacrifices in a lot of different stages in her life um and even right now she's like she she deals with a lot of stuff every single day that i don't think anybody else from us can at least like deal with or bear (laughs) because she's so strong and she's so intelligent so smart like everything we know she's taught us um and she's very true to like herself and everybody else around her and then definitely my grandma as well um she also has gone through a lot i mean obviously 
she got married when she was like 17 years old and she had to go through a lot mm-hmm. as well right um and of course those are very different times extremely different yes. times but i feel like it's still where there was no concept of like you know women empowerment and like yeah. rights for women or anything but that was still you know um extremely she was very strong for whatever she had went through definitely my older sister in terms of i feel like career um that is she's somebody i look up to not because she's like literally looking at me in the eye right now <laughs> but I'm not like, um, okay <laughs> i think that as a business owner and all all women business owner that's like i go around telling people that like crazy um and she is extremely successful um and i definitely look up to her in in that sense obviously and not just career, but other other ways too. Oh, so <laughs> yeah, the sisters being a yeah. good influence as well. And then this little one, she she teaches me a lot too every day. Um, not just being the youngest because she has, I feel like she has to prove herself a little bit extra because she's the youngest, but then she's also a girl. And then not just to us, but like maybe sometimes extended family, sometimes their grandparents. You know how it is, you know. Of course. Um, she has to prove. A little bit extra to everybody so she teaches me a lot as well um she's very strong and she has a very strong opinion on everything <laughs> that's um, true and yeah those are all the girls in my life that i look up to that's great i also look up to you um your mom you guys' mom because she is an artist and you know you don't hear that a lot in the in the south asian community and the fact that she does that for me is so powerful and like amazing i just love it i just want to put that out there because like i really do admire your mom your mother you guys mom. So i really yeah, she's a really really nice woman also um the thing is i could also relate to fatwa's like her fighting for herself because yeah. she's the youngest and i'm also the youngest but let's ask her what are who are sorry what are who are your favorite sort of women influences in your life definitely my mom my mm-hmm. mom is like one of the most strongest people i know and like even though everyone like bickers at times of course but um but she always holds her own and like she always has an opinion on something and like hearing her out and like hearing her talk about things that aren't really talked about that much is very very nice because like she has a very fluid opinion on things so like she'll she'll talk about things that you wouldn't even think about so hearing her she has a really strong mind and really strong she's just a strong person overall and yeah i was gonna say i was i was gonna say both my sisters because since i am the youngest you you guys have like always they've always had like a like they've always given me a really strong platform for things and they've always given me like a very nice they always uplift me and like no matter what they'll always say nice things to me even though we fight whatever but um (laughs) (laughs) but who doesn't so um yeah they've given me a really nice strong platform to like stand on and just they've went through so many things before me so like the seven years that the not seven years but um the 10 years that we've been in america mm-hmm. it's they've fought for so much more than i have so like i have that sort of privilege so i can like do things that they couldn't and then i can do i can have things they couldn't so they've always given me like a really nice platform for that yeah that's great <laughs> hearing your story of like sisters actually bonding together and you know empowering each other is such a blessing of it in itself but the other thing i wanted to sort of shift gears on is the visibility of women right so the fact that you guys empower each other makes it so society can see more powerful 
brown girls right so the fact that you guys do that is is i admire that right however we do need to see more of it in popular media nowadays we see people like superwoman and 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 others and they sort of are like one in the same there's they're blending together in terms of oh they're the they're the brown comedians that are also women like mindy kaling or or Mm -hmm. lily singh but it's like we want to see regular working people be more visible especially when they're desi when they're south asian and when they are also female right so that's what i want to see and at this table with me right now is three examples of that so i want to see you guys like headlining like your own like netflix show because (laughs) honestly though because like we need more visibility what what do you guys take on sort of growing up in new york and what was it like sort of looking outwards you you have obviously you knew your own scope and your own intersections being a woman being south asian however how did you um see others in terms of did you see anybody else who was like you did you did you see other influences <clears throat> other visibility of south asian women i Okay, I think I could say a lot about that because mm-hmm. um, I we moved here when I was seven, kids I was sixteen, and you were like twelve. So it was we went to a white school, like it's a very white school. So there wasn't a lot of diversity in it. So being a junior in high school right now, I can like look back and see what the different types of races that were there, which isn't about race, but it's just that there's majorly just there's no diversity. Mm-hmm. So just looking out, it's. It's it was confusing for me when I was like a little kid, which is understandable. But um, yeah, it was just it's just weird because like you are that bit of diversity in the school, even though I don't think about it on a daily basis. But it's true. I am like the diversity in the school. So it just yeah, it's just interesting to look at, honestly. And you know, what's cool is the thing is we went to the same high school and I sort of quote unquote represented the brown group of people because there's only like three or four other South Asian people. However, I would like sort of perform or wear my traditional clothing and I would represent them. Did you ever get a sense that maybe you were because you were part of that small, small percentage that was brown, Mm -hmm. that you were representing them in your high school and and sort of like, oh, cool, you're from Pakistan. That's cool. Definitely. So when I tell people that I'm from Pakistan, it's like they don't have the reaction that I expect them to have. Like I expect them to like not have any interest in it or at at all. Mm -hmm. So if I tell a new friend that I'm from Pakistan or if I like, if I'm an immigrant or something, then they have like a very, they have a very interesting opinion on it rather than like, not like it. Um, So they want to learn more about it rather than, not talk about it at all mm-hmm. that's great thank you so much for sharing that yeah um Kinza, what about you what's your uh, experience on that? um Growing i up? think yeah i feel like because uh, we, i'll share something with you guys something that like as a 10 11 year old even 12 you know um i will say it's funny i've heard this so much that girls get uh you know grow up faster than guys or something so like looking back i just I kind of laugh at myself, but like I do um, kind of pat myself on the back just a little bit as well, because that's something that women don't do. They don't pat themselves on the back enough for like the kind of um, and actually, sorry, I wanted to thank you both. You guys are also my inspiration. (laughs) Um, And then I'll jump back on that, you know, coming here. Of course, mom is a big, big person of um, inspiration to me, but you guys have been the solid rock and like, um, the you know women that i look up to especially when we had to form 
special force of like support for each other when right. we came here to New York. So thank you for that. Um, the thing that I told myself when I was 10, 11 years old was that, um, you know, you kept hearing these things and I'm not saying that somebody said them directly to me, but, you know, you would hear tidbits of conversation in the adult sphere where, um, you know, you would think that, oh, uh, which basically translates to, oh, poor, poor woman. She, she has three daughters. Um, or you would hear something like, uh, oh, so mashallah, you know, this is really great. Um, and that translates to, oh, wow, look, he has four sons or they have four sons. And what basically that meant was that they were going to be well taken care of in their retirement, right. which basically meant that, oh, poor you, if you have daughters, uh, you guys are just going to have to suck it at retirement when you guys, you know, have nobody to support you. It's like a burden because it's, a burden. It, it's like, a, you know, it's a series of timeline that you have to just fulfill if you have a girl, exactly. you know, like, oh, if you're like reaching near retirement, you have to think about that ahead because you know you have to marry her off or, or it's a responsibility or whatever, or she's, she's not going to be able to help you because she's not going to work so you know you're basically screwed yeah i've heard that many times yeah. as well and it's like it's almost a burden to have daughters instead of sons because there's like that responsibility aspect that oh we need to get them married exactly asap why exactly and kind of like protect them their whole yeah. entire lives because you know they need so much protection because they're girls from like the outside world from anybody um so it's like a huge burden yeah on them the and so i heard that a lot and i and again it's not directly directed to me because i have to say again our parents the best barriers to all this stuff but i told myself like you know you you're a kid you can't really you know control what you're thinking and so i grew up like telling myself that i'm gonna become somebody uh, who is as strong as what quote unquote a son should be and mm. I'm gonna support my parents right no matter what and so like it's so funny thinking about it today because I have to say I have to say every single decision that I've based especially since high school depending on the, that my career depended on there was like, like this thought in the back that uh, my dad he won't ever accept a penny from me but I should be able to support him if that need arises because it I never want to hear in my life that like oh if you had had a son or if I had had a no my dad would never say that but what I'm saying is I don't I would never want somebody to tell him if you'd had a son you wouldn't be right. in this pickle or whatever but the thing is that like unfortunately Fortunately for us, that's never going to happen to us because we can't even go close to that, thankfully to our parents. But unfortunately, in the distant, you know, whatever, people are thinking it and people might say it sometimes to our dad, even though like it wouldn't ever affect him. It's still there because, you know, we're three girls and, and we can't help, you know, we can't help him. But um, like you just said, you have to make sure and you have been making sure and we have been making sure that we... Every decision, career-wise, school-wise, whatever-wise, you know, we make is to prove those people wrong that, hey, obviously, we're doing something, yeah. you know, and you have no right to say anything like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. And we're very proud to, we're proud to report, uh, you know, thank <laughs> God that, like, uh, you know, we have, we grew up idolizing our dad's, you know, uh, chairman um, or and CEO of his agency, you know, chair. Um very happy to report that you know thank god we've taken that role we've taken that role of supporting his business something that he's built over 28 years and now we can like step into what traditionally our culture thinks that a guy should step in 
these three girls have stepped in and you know now we're gonna be the ones right. taking the torch and like carrying it yeah. forward that's incredible because yeah. traditionally it's like oh when a guy is like of certain age he and you know he, his dad or whatever owns a business he steps into the chair and then takes over business you know mm-hmm. um and now like you said we've changed that because now it's the three of us that are doing yeah. that yeah and let's talk about the little bit of message that that's sending right like we are we're again we're an exception Taha. i feel like we are we are definitely not the norm you know you were talking about seeing more brown girls representing more you know empowered women that's only going to happen when we stop sending messages such as like oh but you know yeah that's it's it's wonderful that you're going to school and getting your masters and blah 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 blah, blah. but in the end when are you getting married right um uh, or like oh uh, you know what? No, I, I, yeah, but let the let the guy do the hard work. Let him, right. let him earn. Let him support the parents. You're basically sending the message that my dollar earned is not worth the same amount right. of a guy's dollar earned. Yep. You know, right. and so that that irritates the hell out of not only me, but I will mind you that that degrades the kind of. Uh, in, you know that degrades us as women mm-hmm. and 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 it just basically sends us the message that our hard work is definitely not never going to be worth what yeah. you are willing to pay for a guy or recognized especially in, in the sense. context of marriage it's like yeah. oh now your time comes for marriage i i want you to give up on right. your career and that of. time that that you know you just yeah. use time quote unquote and mm-hmm. your time comes as marriage like as soon as you hit 20 you know it's like um and this is keeping other other people in mind because mm-hmm. like you said we're not the norm but uh, just what we've heard and seen soon as you turn 20 21 you know that that's your time okay ready to get married and that's around the time that you usually finish your undergrad and stuff so oh perfect you know the timing lines up oh. perfectly for all of these girls to just you know go off and get married and that loses so much opportunity that loses so much um possibility of stuff that could have been you know that she could have done she could have become she could have been the next i don't know big doctor who cares cancer or something i don't know but now she can because she has to go and she has to get married because you're wedlocked into this weird scenario exactly and all your potential is lost because now you have to work for the husband exactly essentially exactly as if you're some sort of thing yeah yeah Yeah. like you're, you're an object you're you're a material you have to do Everything that you've worked on is now sort of under the carpet. Nobody talks about it because now you're getting married. Now you're expected to procreate. What if you're not even interested in marriage? What if you're not interested in having kids? There are people who don't want kids. There are many people. We know many people. Mm -hmm. We are many people. Yeah. (laughs) You know, Um, unpopular opinion. Unpopular opinion. But kids are, look, I, kids. Everybody loves kids. I love kids, but it's just that not everybody wants kids. But again, the the time, the word that you used of time, you know, it's like oh, time who get whatever, whatever it is, you know, yeah, um, time to have kids or whatever. So it's just I don't know who came up with this time thing, but um, <laughs> it's but, thousands of years of culture, like right. everything we talk but about, specifically just for girls, yeah, you know, yeah, and that like you said irritates everybody and it's really mature that you actually said that because like yes kids are 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 cute to look at kids are fun to hang out with but the thing is it's really mature of you guys to be like look if i'm not ready or if i don't want kids that's how it's gonna be yeah 
And, and that's of it in itself is empowering. Exactly. And it's like a big responsibility. Obviously, it's a human being. And you're like, you're responsible for raising it. You're responsible for feeding it. You are responsible for everything. So, and then on top of that, you want to continue your own career and you want to continue right. your own education. You want to be something and you can't be if you just like, if your one focus is just raising a child. Yeah, absolutely. And my statistics might be completely off on this, but they're very close in the ballpark. Did you know that like about more than 70% of of women or girls in like, you know, art school or, um, you know, even in graduate degrees or even uh, medical degrees, Mm. you know, overwhelmingly, the population of that student body is female. What comes out of that and goes into the workforce is less than 10%. I hope you guys like when I, when I hear those things, it makes my blood boil. And why is that? Because education is a check mark on the viability or I want to say the worth of a girl when giving her hand in marriage. That's all that is. And I also heard like preposterous things such as, Oh, don't let her study too much. She's just going to become so clever that you're not going to be able to have a handle on her. Right. You know, I mean, I don't understand, but I, the last time I checked, we were not animals or pets that you wanted to have a handle on. I, and I sound... It's true. It's sound, 100% true. It is, it's true because it's it's said around us. Like, I feel like these are all things that we've heard. Yeah. And that's heard. insane. Mm-hmm. It is. And you know what? Uh, unfortunately, and why why is it that like three girls sitting with you over here are as you know are able to talk about it so openly and loudly? It's because not only were we not directly ever affected by it, but we saw enough of it, more than enough of it around us for us to say, you know what, if we were in the position to not have gone through this and not be affected by it, because by the way, every woman who's subjected to that kind of abuse, which this is abuse, I'm sorry, you're taking away my potential to be the best human being I can be. That's abuse to me. And so if we haven't been the victims of that abuse, then it is our responsibility. And this is how you would be able to see more girls come out and like represent brown girls is if we uplift one another we expose the stories of all our sisters and mothers and grandmoms or whoever to come and say you know what so sorry you went through this let's talk about it awareness is the first step yeah and this is unfortunately this is not done enough in our culture we want to remain anonymous which is wonderful but like we're just so afraid of the backlash um i heard from one of my close uh, family members that, you know, she's this amazing woman who is a powerhouse. She's a powerhouse in her career. She earns uh, more than, I want to say, a lot of male counterparts I know would. Um, and yet the first question she's asked when she comes home is, what's for dinner? Right. And so, I mean, you're telling me that she handles about like, you know, a staff of upwards of 200 people every day. And the one thing that you want to talk about is what she made for dinner today, which, by the way, is not the woman's responsibility. It is your own responsibility as a human being to take care of your, you know, sustenance needs Um, (laughs) just because she took up the role of a mom or a woman or a wife does not mean that she comes with a you know, things is to-do list. A whole yeah. package of mm-hmm. being a cook and all that stuff. And sorry Absolutely. we're not letting you speak today because... Yeah. No, I... No, this to me is actually making me very emotional because honestly, I'm... One, I'm happy. I'm very happy because this is how we... We're becoming what we want to see. We're, we're being the change that we wish to see in terms of you guys are telling your stories. We're spreading awareness. This is a great, great 
great opportunity and a great platform for us to do that on any topic. But this, in my opinion, is one of the most important. I also want to say one thing and that's i have a question and it might be a rhetorical question but and it might be an emotional one but that's why are women always the victim why is it that every time the husband or or the significant other or the family members get upset the women are the victim of anger of division of responsibility unfair treatment expectations child rearing i could go on and on it's time that we see a day in which women are actually uplifted and appreciated instead of being victimized or becoming the cornerstone of hurt yeah that um, is all i have to say because one i don't have that experience but i've seen so many of my cousins go through it one of my cousins put her foot down and she got a phd in psychiatry huh. amazing wow. that's amazing one of my cousins put her foot down and and became the best driver of the family wow one of them is still not married because she's not ready and guess what that's okay <laughs> one of them's a teacher right. the other the other empowers everybody else yeah right but the most amazing thing is we know someone who couldn't do what she wanted to do because she was getting married and she had to drop everything yeah she had to drop it because now it's time to get married and now you are the property of this man and you know what i'm not censoring myself right now that's literally what it is and i'm sorry to say but you you have to understand that that literally how it used yeah, to work because you're like a property quote unquote handed off from one yes literally one male to another male yep. and exactly. you know what's one thing that's really common between eastern and western culture the changing of the last names yes yeah. exactly that's something i really wanted to bring up it's it's like if you didn't have a son if if your family didn't have a son then there's no one to carry on your name that's a quote unquote right. like there's no one to carry on your name there's no one that's gonna take your name and then just have children and more children and more children and then carry it on so i a woman can do that it doesn't matter what your name is it mm-hmm. just matter what, what your it just matters what your legacy is like it doesn't yeah. matter i love that yeah so it just it's your own personality that's how you carry on someone's name yeah and uh, i know you would uh, want to add more to this um <laughs> but we have already decided that we're gonna carry we're gonna carry on our dad's name good um because it has a very beautiful history to it good. as artists and designers um, first and foremost, as artists, as artists and designers, you you spend your whole entire life trying to create this identity for yourself, this brand for yourself, you you a stage for yourself, and then just because you're getting married to someone does not mean that you have to just throw nope. that all away. And then I'll, I'll take the last name of whatever that guy is. Mm-hmm. Woo! And- <laughs> Amen, sister. <laughs> yes. And now, like I've spent countless countless hours on branding myself my whole entire life, and I have to like change it just because like i have to change my last name i don't think so nope i look forward to seeing you guys carry your legacy right as women so if any Definitely. more kosher children are produced <laughs> or listening to this in the future. <laughs> hi they're going to be koshers as well as whatever the other last name is yeah i can i'll be their godfather Yes. Yes. your name is your identity so like you can't just change that yeah and guess what for you guys to put your foot down and say that we're changing thousand years a thousand years of culture in the scope of eastern and western you know because this is something that happens everywhere is taking of the last name who who cares 
whatever that's where hyphens are made my, for my, men my exactly. that's where hyphens exactly. are for <laughs> exactly my sister-in-law kept both because she that's thought that awesome. there was you know yeah. you do you yeah right right yeah and and honestly though like you could carry the legacy without the guy yeah you can exactly. oh yeah with your significant other you can carry it wherever you want and however you want it the thing is don't let these cultural barriers yeah. and these societal standards and these boundaries make a heavy effect on your mental health i mean look at this just by being a pakistani woman you have eight different things to worry about throughout your life Right. It's yeah, not like right. you worry about it when you're 20, you worry about it when you're 16. Because look at our, our ages. on this In this very podcast, right now we're ranging from what, 16 to 27? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Maybe the oldest. Um, <laughs> and that matters. I'm the oldest. I'm the man and I'm the oldest. So you guys have to listen Whoa. to me. I dominate this conversation. Whoa. I were ending the podcast on by. <laughs> So you know, oh this God. is what I mean. That yeah. we need we could change this. We could change this entire we can change it because we're changing it for the people that we know. And then hopefully the people who listen right. to this are going to tell the people they know. And yeah. then it just spreads. Yeah. But we need more people to do this. We do. And so funny. So, so funny that the, talk name was, yeah. the names were brought up, right? Like, yes. Yeah, we decided a long time ago um, because, first of all, do you even know how long it takes to, like Minaha said, make a logo for yourself that you're happy with? I mean, that's that's very designer nerd humor here, but, like, yeah. it takes a long time. Yeah. But um, that being said, and you know, it, it brings my attention to something else. Yes, any kids that I may biologically have or by the way, adopt. Because yes. that's one thing that we forget. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. Or, or by the way, use you know any other means of you know making a child that I may well please. It is my choice. Right. It is exactly. my choice. Exactly. No aunt, uncle, great uncle, grandma, Auntie Shawarma. Auntie Shawarma should have an opinion. And by the way, when you do it. It yeah. is your choice when you want to do it. When you're ready, that's when you're going to have a child and not have a child. Freeze my eggs. It's my expense. You don't have to worry about it. I love how you said that. You know that. what I'm saying? Like, I know that's a very expensive procedure and everything like that. But guess what? It Can you, like, not talk about it at all? Because guess what? It is the literal matter of within my own five four of you know five feet and four inches of of body that's it that's it that's 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 who gets to decide that that i i get to decide when what and even if i want it right you know even if i want a a, a child hyphenated with my name and the last name because and this is we have to stop saying this to poor women you know uh, oh i'll be completely honest i'm transparent i have something called polycystic ovarian syndrome this is a big deal to a lot of south asian women not a lot of people know about it because not a lot of people are educated about it but a lot of south asian women have it a lot of a South lot. Asian... It's just, like, something to do with our genes and, and yes. hormones. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it, a lot of it has to do with the fact of, like, where we're geographically located in uh, in the subcontinent, uh, but also, like, Asia in general. Um, and guess what that affects? That affects our ability to have kids um, because it, it, these are literally cysts that appear on our ovaries, um, you know? So any guys being disgusted right now, I'm sorry. Um, right. But, but you got to hear it. You got to hear yeah, it. Hear uh, it. Uh, there's a reason why your ex-aunt did not have a child. It's not because she... She doesn't want it and you know god didn't bless her it's because her body can't make physically one physically can't and stop it. degrading her for it it is okay uh, uh poor poor xyz she did 
not she can't have a child uh, I think God just didn't you know shower his blessings right. on them yeah meanwhile the five other ones that were created by this couple who can't even handle them and are off to no good can't even why don't you comment on the fact that they can't control their children I guess right. you know what I'm saying yeah, if, you exactly. really, yeah. if you really want to comment make one that yeah. maybe means something but please let yeah. those people go who don't want to have a child or who can't have one yeah. you're just hurting them even more you know in a culture where we promote education we really don't want to hear the honest truth about a lot of things right. yes. and that's a part of the education to learn about what it is in the in the genealogy in the bi- biology yes. in the biology in the biology in the um physiologic yeah, yeah. Component. Well, maybe we should Learn do it. an episode yeah. we should do an episode yeah. about this where we're talking about the bodies of women and men yeah um, we should just talk our, about diseases in general we should have yeah. an episode where we talk about Absolutely. Yeah. mental health because and, it's so and physiological taboo health taboo to talk about it yes. it's too much it's too mm-hmm. much it's too much it's like we can't touch that topic yeah. we just can't do it but what you said right now I hope all the guys listening realize that yes yeah. we touched a topic as and, you were saying yeah and maybe we educated a lot of, of not only guys but also other people you know that this is a thing and maybe that is why somebody doesn't have a, you know a child very nice yeah. yeah yeah so exactly and unfortunately you know that gets taken into the kind of like you know I uh, should have married the other girl yeah maybe her womb yeah. is not blessed so ridiculous it's not even about love yeah. anymore it's no not. it's, it's not. about career and child rearing like what is going on yeah same thing with arranged marriages. We want to see how this person is because this person has to be the best of butcha factory on, <laughs> on, on the planet. You know what I mean? Like butcha meaning kid factory. Right. Um, because we look butcha at factory. the butcha factory. No, like another that. t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Trademark it. But like, you know what I mean? Like it's becoming a ridiculous objectification of women. Yeah. Not right. only like not only does it happen in our families it happens in our media as well but the fact the ways that and by our families I don't mean our families thank god we have the privilege that they're not like that however within the scope of our culture it happens a lot where we see women as this person that we are selling to our son right because there's like a criteria right that every girl has to be she has to be a certain height Mm -hmm. a certain color please wait you know how many people get rejected yeah because no because they're, they're you're too dark you're too fat are you kidding? You're. It's because of you we have body yeah. dysmorphic disorders. Her walk exactly. bringing the chai outside wasn't yeah. good enough. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's not womanly enough. She's too manly. She's too um, manly. And okay. also, why does the guy get to pick? Why does the guy get to pick? Oh my god! I want that. Marry? I want that on a t-shirt. <laughs> why does the guy get to pick? Why does the guy get to pick? And I want to wear it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not. I'm not putting a negative yeah. notion on all you know of this like yeah. thousand years of culture that we've had. It's yes. just like what we've what we've made it into yeah Yeah. you know maybe give it some balance we're not asking to like take your power away if that's how this is being viewed (laughs) yeah this is just about saying that hey we're here to claim our 50 percent. that's all we want and by that we mean uh i'm yeah you want to reject me for expressing my opinion too strongly on a on climate change or some politician that's in you know you're a girl you don't know anything you don't know what are you talking about even on sports this is so off topic but like no no it's it's not no it's not though i'm talking about sports or something some guy's gonna be like what do you know I know more go back to the Nazi bake oven go no. exactly it doesn't always have to be a South Asian thing like here too like it's like go yeah. back to your easy bake oven go back to your pink Barbies oh, yeah because this yeah. one she's in a she's in a she was in a lot of like debate um, oh nice yeah so well, 
And she would always come home and be like, I was, I would be like, oh, I was cool. She was like, I got into a fight with this guy because he told me I didn't know anything about basketball. Well, she's right. Yeah. <laughs> and why, why can't you know anything about basketball? Because it's not, it's not feminine. I have to learn about cooking spaghetti. That's yes. all I have to know. So it's just insane because like you have, you know, all this knowledge that only quote unquote a man knows. Yeah. And then you can't, you can't talk about it because you'll be ridiculed for it. Or if you look at Pakistani Indian news anchors where they're talking to the woman, oh and, and, and oh. especially if they know the position of their monitor, they'll yeah. look down. They'll be like, "You don't know, <laughs> you <laughs> don't know, you are a woman, you don't know." Okay, what does woman have to do with anything, anyways? Uh, exactly, a and woman someone, made you. Exactly, B word. Thank you. And someone, and that Tankers. woman is always there just to laugh. She yeah. is there yeah. to add spice and laugh. Yep, add spice. Yeah, no, especially with those hosts that they have yeah. on like different concerts yeah. or like Bollywood shows. Yes. Yeah. They're there for their looks yeah exactly what exactly. if they can have intellectual conversation guess yeah. what it's gonna get cut out it's of production yeah they don't want them to talk talk shows on these all these like pakistani channels the, the girl is like ah, ah, ah. All <laughs> you but yeah what i basically exactly exactly but uh translation is a pakistani clothing line and also we were saying that that tradition that they're there to just show their clothing. They're not there for their... I mean, they might be there to express their opinion, but yeah. it's not... I, I bet you everything that it's not going to be heard. I've no. never seen any woman express their opinion on Pakistan TV. Why? Really. Even if she has, wow. it's not... It's talked over or it's not... It's not... Um, what's it called? It's Given not, its space? Yeah, yeah. exactly. But what an awful message to send to our... She's She's 16. What an awful message to send to her. You know, we are always complaining about it. And by the way, men complain the most. I'm sorry, but they do. Where it's like... Oh, I agree. We came, we came to this country and our girls are like corrupted. Our yeah. guys are corrupted yeah. and nothing's going right. No, no, no. And it's always the girls. It's, it's, end, always it's the, the girls. end of the world. You yeah. know, whatever it is. And and, and by the way, we're, you're doing nothing. I'm saying you're doing nothing to maybe promote a positive you know message to the younger generation of your girls coming up i mean you know it's so easy to complain guys it is so easy to complain you could complain till you die but it would take so much hard work hard work like this like have those sit your daughters down sit your moms down maybe listen to them once in a while ask them how can i help you don't just go to the other room you know for your mom to pick up the dish or your sister to pick up the dish because you know that that's their job no it is not it's not i mean just make the small changes stop complaining get right. off your butts and maybe help out and i promise you your complaining would stop you know you yeah. have you have to understand you're part of the circle yeah. that's that's making all of the girls think that they are not enough yeah that they are somehow you know and the one that is or the two that are are so disrespectful right yeah like if we decide to speak up or we decide to have you know i mean i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna name any names but there's elderly in our family that think that going to school and then pursuing a career has <sighs> really really just you know blew back on their personal and family lives and so their kids are coming out to be you know monsters because they decide to go to a job you know how you mean monsters of positivity <laughs> monsters of change right right and they're only focused on on, on the fact that oh it's got time 
The real monster yeah. is is a person who says iska time kabaga, meaning when will this person get married? When are, will they get to that age? Right. Yeah. Up yeah. inshallah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she's gonna go to her own home. Yeah. God or willing, like, like pray for her, you know, better future. Why don't you pray for the fact that I get a job that pays me more than like the half six- the guys? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And now, I'm which not- by the way, it already does. <laughs> oh, yeah. It already does. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. I was gonna say that, but. Yeah. Same playing field. Exactly, same playing field. But Basketball also, reference? No, that's a, <laughs> oh, wait, oh, wait, oh, wait, let me ask you something, Fatma. Yes. It, it, baseball has fi- a field, right? Yes. What does basketball have? A court? A court. court. A yeah. court? A court. Yes. Same playing court. Yes. There you go. Same yes. Which does switch after halftime, by the way, just so you know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, but a girl gets her full time on my watch. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> You go, Fatima. You, if, mind you guys, she's 16 and she talks like she's she's the most mature person I know. Oh my god, thank you. Yeah, 16 year olds in our culture normally they're like, oh, Zada ni bolte. She can't talk too much because you know her. Yeah. Oh, you have to be worried about your figure. You have to be worried about no. Fatima's breaking boundaries. Go. I have a lot of opinions. I just have so many opinions. I don't want to talk about them. So, um, yeah, I was gonna say uh, I was gonna talk about the. Uh, pay gap because that's very real extremely real and no one wants to talk about it because it's so taboo so it's just how do you how do you just manage to pay two people a man and a woman who are going for the same exact job but the man gets paid more i don't understand that why i don't get it either i mean when i was going into uh when i was talking to one of my uh relatives about um how i want to become a therapist they're like oh and I'll translate in a second. They go, Uski pe to nurse or secretary ki tarah. Wow. And I'm like, wow. what do you mean by that? And he goes, he goes, kyunki wo aurato ki jobs hai. This was so, trans- yep. And translation, <laughs> translation, why do you want to become a therapist? They, they get paid as much as nurses and secretaries and those jobs are only for girls like what are you 15 year old boy playing Fortnite, oh calling God. everybody a girl as if it's some derogatory word or or some sin to be a woman you run like a girl yeah but like that's how much the pay gap is influential that the career that you choose is going to be compared to other careers that are pretty good i mean nurses yeah, secretaries yeah. are needed somebody yeah, look somebody's got to do it and plus when people do it they do a damn good job at it exactly yeah. except for the girl who like pinched me like eight times with the IV when oh, I was in the hospital oh but it's okay because she that was like really pop- and, and it, yeah it happens sometimes but anyways <laughs> why do we always compare like to the lowest job and then we genderify them right like janitor exactly. needs to be man nurse needs to be girl Whoa. shut the hell up and do what you want yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah and like a male nurse is such a such a weird concept I yeah know. but he's still to this day I don't yeah. know I, I don't know why I don't know and they look so cute and scrub and they're oh my god some of the mo- best looking dudes I've ever seen anyways yes. yeah <laughs> and not only the big app but also about how uh, men sign on uh, bills that are related oh to my god. women right yes did i word that right yes, yes. You did. on laws and bills that are completely related to girls and women yeah it's just another example of like what i was gonna get into and i, swear I know you have a lot to say about that. i swear i think that within this episode there is like 10 other episodes that we can yeah, do yes, this is a absolutely. series and i can i propose that sorry syria <laughs> i'm gonna yes. let you talk i'm sorry no no totally good um uh, you know, uh, guys cover for other guys. Uh, the same mistake made by a woman gets you fired. The same mistake, uh, you know, made by a man gets you a warning. Um, you know, we, and in the meantime, so much hatred 
uh, amongst women is created by society and media on the basis of, you know, who's got the better man, who's got the better hair, who's got the better makeup, etc. that we never end up supporting one another. Did right. you know that, like, yes, we're divided, you know, um, uh, we're divided as women and we're categorized as women, but, like, within women, we don't have the support that we need. We bring each other down, we tear each other down because we just don't want the other one to succeed. It is not the same in well, correct me if I'm wrong, Taha, but I've seen a lot of instances where that is not the case with guys. They can be hating on one another, but when it comes to like covering for the other they will person's stick up like, for each other. they will they stick, stick up, up for each other. And I've personally been hurt by this many times in school as well as my jobs. And unfortunately, unfortunately, just came across a very bad example last week where like one of my ex-client managers, um, she was telling me how the assistant head of you know the company that we worked at uh, and the creative director um mind you this assistant head had just come in so he had no clue what was going on before so he could have easily listened to everybody's sides the client managers and the creative directors who were, by the way the same position and she found out later that she was getting about 35 percent. she was getting paid 35 percent less than the creative oh director my God. Um, and this woman has sacrificed her mental health etc for like the last three years um those two the new guy that came in, um, guess who became buddy buddies with? The creative director, who's male. N- did not bother to listen to the other people on the team, which, by the way, included women. And, yeah, they ganged up on her, um, put her on probation, um, stuff like that. Oh, so no. I I cannot stress this enough. And, and no, before somebody wants to comment and say that, you know, maybe she deserved it. No, absolutely not. Uh, the previous, you know, director that she had was also male. Never found an issue with her work in there for, like, three years. So I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like this like bromance this toxic yeah, bromance this bro needs to culture go. is so stupid mm-hmm. it's so dumb they always like stick up for each other which is fine if you're like friends and stuff but in situations like these where you are doing it just to put a woman down mm-hmm. that's where you should cross the line undermining bro culture carries from high school all the way to professional career yes. what people don't realize it doesn't end after senior year Yeah, no. it doesn't it really doesn't wow. like I've heard so many things where it's like in bro culture it's like oh uh, yo, I won't tell your secret. You know, it's a crime, and you don't want to tell the secret. Exactly. Like yeah. it's ridiculous. And then with yeah. women, it's like instead of empowering each other, you guys are using it as blackmail. Yeah. Whatever exactly. the secret was. Yeah. It's, it's like, true. oh, you're under my. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna tell her parents so she doesn't get married to yeah. this person. Like, yeah. what are you doing? I, I trusted you. Small stuff. Yeah. You're yeah. right. You're absolutely right. And by the way, why are we talking about bro culture in an episode called She? Mm. Well, because it affects the sh- exactly. it affects the women exactly and people are, are are the the really nice guys in our life need to understand that just nodding along with the conversation is not enough you have to I understand a hundred percent especially when it comes to protecting each other where they're like oh she hurt you let me call her the b word let me tell her that she's right. uneducated let me say these Horrible insults things. let me be dominant because i'm the I'm the guy and I'm protecting my bro. Yeah. And you know who's always a victim? Women. It's and it's so unfortunate. I mean, yes, there's instances where another guy is a victim, but yeah. yep. women are usually the victim. And when I say this in a living room full of my relatives or a, fil- uh, a living room full of family friends, yeah. why are you protecting women? You're a guy. Are you insecure yeah, with your manhood? I'm like, I'm not insecure with my manhood. I'm actually more of a man than you are because mm-hmm. I support 
women. You know, women, the person who gave you birth. Uh, the person you signed up to protect, by the way, when you,、uh, oh. you know, got married? <laughs>、yeah. I don't know. Wow. Is it just, is it, or are you calling it? It's sickness and health?、Uh, yeah, absolutely. Or are you just, you know, signing that thing to just, you know, claim some sort of right over her, like some sort of property right? Not cool, guys. Uh, I have to say that, like, you know, thank you so much for being one of the guys、yeah. to, like, you know, talk about it constantly, constantly,、yeah. even to the point that you're, you know, now investing time and money into this project with us, you know? Yeah.、Um, we just, it's unfortunate. And I know how hard this is, guys. I know how hard it is when you hear, you know, somebody close to you who's a guy talking trash about, like, you know, how this or that should not have happened or a woman should have been given this or that. Go and confront them. I、yes. just straight yeah, up confront、yeah. them. No matter how much older they are, it's not a matter of respect anymore. It's a matter of literally standing up for yourself and other girls. Because、mm-hmm. I'm just so done with. Girls and women seen as somebody who's so needy, so sensitive, just needs attention, need,、uh, uh, needs her space for emotions, and all of that stuff. I'm so done with those like pre assumptions.、Mm-hmm. So it's only about time that we start standing up to、um, males or females who think that, you know, this is what we are. This I mean, like needy. Ball of cotton. That's、yeah. so true. I mean, I like that example a lot. And, and I, I, the reason I got excited while you said that was because I'm a very emotional person and、right. I'm also like, I also need my fair share of attention as a guy. However, guess what? Half of my friends are girls and they're the people helping me regulate my emotions. Well, they're、right. the people helping me not be sensitive. So there is such a thing as a powerful woman. Yeah.、Right. And、so、we need、nice. to we need to highlight that more. And please stop using derogatory things like, oh,、uh, having a bad day, you must, be, you must be going through some real emotion. Right now, what that time、feel? of the month, that time of the month again,、oh、that time、God. of the month again, that you're feeling、mm. so bitchy. No, just because I decided to raise my voice with you, because you know what,、uh, I have opinions,、mm. does not mean that I'm on my period.、Yeah. Yep. Did、must、you know, be hormones. Must be hormones. <laughs> must be hormones. I will,、uh, I will quote to you guys the worst, and this is actually one of the um, in my in one of my many jobs, I guess I would say. <laughs>、um, uh, There was this guy sitting right outside my office. That office, by the way, the only em- salaried employee who held an office. The rest of the guys were sitting outside, you know, with desks next to one another. That is a, I will, I will pat myself on the back saying that. Good, good do it. No,、yeah. be, do, stand up for yourself. Are you that, kidding me? It, it was the truth.、Um, I heard this guy talk about to his office manager. The office manager comes around, you know, they hang out, buddies. They're just talking over the, you know, the water cooler. And the guy goes, like, Yeah, I called him. And, you know, he was saying, he was basically, he called this client and the client was making an excuse saying, Oh, yeah, so sorry, I couldn't do blah, blah, blah that you asked me. Yeah, man, my wife, you know, it's her, f- it, it was somehow her fault that she's pregnant and she's going through all of her hormonal issues. And by the way, this guy, this office manager is now quoting the client saying, That about his wife,、um, you know, yeah, she just could not get her stuff together, and so we couldn't do blah blah blah. And so, like, my business was affected, and you know how women can get so bitchy when they're pregnant and in their hormones and、wow. stuff like that. And this guy was like, Now, this office manager is now engaging in this conversation with this other employee who's sitting right there, who's also a guy, and he's like, Yeah, I mean, I can relate, like, you know, when my girlfriend goes like blah blah blah. And by the way, this is girls and guys. 
This is inappropriate conversation for work. Yes. This is reportable to HR, but unfortunately, this was a startup with no real HR. Oh. The HR oh. being right. the office exactly. manager himself. Okay. And so guess what I did? And not be, not that I want you guys to like, you know, think or whatever. I dropped everything that I was doing yes. and I went straight up to this it, office manager. Yes. And, I said, yeah. and I said, what did you just say? And then I just twisted it. I'm like, didn't you grow up with like three other sisters? Don't you have a mom? (laughs) (laughs) And so, and he's like, and I'm like, just imagine. I'm like, you, I know you don't have a significant other. And thank God, you know, Um, (laughs) but uh, what if somebody was to say the exact same thing about your sister? What if your sister's husband was one day talking about your sister like this and calling her, you know, hormonal or whatever, because she's carrying a child. What if the same thing was being said to your mom? And I got nothing. I got no response. And I went right back to my office. And yes, those guys came back to the, you know, to me at the end of the day. They did not like see eye to eye to me. They came back and apologized. Good. Thank wow. God. Yeah. Thank That's God awesome. they were like that. I hope yeah. they lost sleep that night. Yeah. Because yes. not only is this not an appropriate conversation for work, but it's not an appropriate conversation for men to be having because... Uh, excuse me do you go through that no do you know what you're talking about is this a first hand experience I don't think so I don't I don't see you carrying a child so you shouldn't be talking about that exactly anymore. and and just just like a like a really quick like comment like HR and office administrator that, that just like that's so much conflict of interest yeah, like yes. that just shows how much power you think you have as a male that you could take on two roles right. at once like it's a conflict of interest right um, the other thing is even if it's Okay, this is at work, right? But what about a living room? You think that, you know, you can sort of blame somebody's period or blame being sensitive because you're a woman in in a public setting? No, it's not okay there either. It's not okay no. in any setting. Yes. Okay, you can't just blame somebody's quote-unquote month for something. You don't do that in bro culture. You don't say, oh, dude, um, are you, like, going to puberty right now or something? <laughs> like, why, why are you... Why is your emotions all over the place? No. Everybody can have bad days. And by the way, guys can feel too for the people who deny it and say only girls can mm-hmm. be sensitive. Right. And honestly, men who are listening to this, stop being negative to other guys who support their, their moms, their sisters, their idols. And start standing up for them instead. Yes. Right? Yeah. And start... start um, if you have friends that are girls... Support them. Mm-hmm. Support them because you don't know what they're going through. No. I actually have a story. Yes. Um, it's somewhat, it's, I don't know, um, locker room talk, right? So in, in high school, clearly you have locker rooms. So in gym, obviously they're separated for boys and girls. So um, I have a friend and um, not a friend, but like we know each other. Mm-hmm. And um there was this comment written about her on the locker room in the boys section about her. <laughs> so one of her friends sent her a picture and and then like a couple days after there was something written underneath it and it was like, oh, I did that too. And then um, someone literally had to go in after, after, um, after hours and cross it out and just say that like, oh, it's like, it's not true or whatever because none of her guy friends would do it for her or none oh. of her like... And this was in the boys' locker room. And this was in the boys' locker room. But so a there, girl she had to no... go after hours mm-hmm. and scratch it out herself. Yes. Wow. That says a lot. That says a lot about just any culture. I mean, that says kind of a lot about everything we talked about. I mean, even in a sense that... 
objectifying of women like the mm-hmm. guys talking about like blank 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 with the girl and it's like why exactly why 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 are you writing that if yeah if no one else can see it if if it's just those dudes in that mm-hmm. locker room and you don't know who else is gonna go in mm-hmm. there teachers can go in there like coaches can coaches have to go in there after well after they do school Anyways, exactly yeah and you that's so humiliating it is to a person and the fact that they won't do anything about it exactly and those are her guy friends like those are her oh wow yeah that's ridiculous it takes women and girls to you know for them for guys unfortunately it's just another conquest honestly yeah but for girls it leaves a very bad mark on her reputation it's even more so and honestly that is again another it's so funny i'm on an episode roll today but there's another like (laughs) you are you know, um, there's another it's like thing. thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's another thing. Um, you know, when women become, especially in our culture, and I started from your story, Fatma, which is definitely you know here in Long Island, mm-hmm. in New York. But um, if something bad happens to a woman, such as rape or such as like assault or something like that, now all of a sudden she's damaged goods. Stop mm-hmm. doing right. that. Oh my god, exactly. I'm so, so I hate when I hear about that. It gets me so. If she's emotional. divorced, if she's divorced, she's somehow now. Oh my god, now she's an untouchable. Yeah. Actually, single mm-hmm. mother, single, single mom, yeah. widows. Yep. Yeah. I Somebody mean, who might have just lost her husband. Yeah. You know, in a terrible, tragic accident, but now she's a single mother with kids, and that is just so looked down upon. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And if she's Ridiculous. lucky, if she's still good looking for her age, if she's still like you know, um, uh, in good shape or whatever, maybe somebody will take pity on her. But why does that have to be the category? Like you know what sense. I mean? We don't look at people as people anymore. It's kind of like that click culture. Mm-hmm. Whereas it's not the jocks versus the geeks. It's like sort of honestly, it's like the males on one side, the masculine characters and then the feminine characters and then women not supporting each other because they're to this and not to that you're not enough of this you're not enough of that and it becomes like this huge conflict however if we reframe that and think of each other as humans instead of just thank you yeah yeah stop categorizing stop categorizing people and i think that is really well said yeah so i think to put a more positive yeah um maybe conclusion to this yeah. is that I and I think we have seen um, kind of a change come around to this just by people talking so like the new the younger generation us um, and then people younger than us are like my sister are talking about this more and more they're not gonna take anyone's BS this time and they're actually putting their foot down being like no mm-hmm. I'm not gonna do this ask yes. somebody else Absolutely. and they're doing it and their parents cannot do anything about it because they're get just they didn't say anything wrong. They're kind of yeah. right. Yeah. So they're like, oh, okay. So now, um, eventually, I think slowly but surely, I think that people are gonna start to understand. Yeah. Definitely, and like even all these marches that are like popping up everywhere, and yes. the women's march, which by the way, I really want to go to. Um, like younger generations, you see more young people going than yeah. you see older people going, mm-hmm. and I guess that's just a difference of. I don't know, um, age, right? Beliefs. Beliefs, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I think younger people are taking a stand. Like, in my school, I see more and more girls, like, voicing their opinions on political stuff or just daily life things yeah and it's really good it's really good yeah and i'm excited to see it me too yeah. and woman please i one thing that i have to say is that you know um uh if you have a position of power use it for the very good yes mm-hmm. um, your move your every move is being judged 
And so, like, I've seen, you know, the comments that I've heard, unfortunately, even within our own families and our culture is that, like, you know, she she got way too successful, way too fast, more than her husband ever did. And look at her. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with Well, you know, her 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 home is broken or her kids mm-hmm. didn't grow up to be the perfect whatever, whatever. Um, and unfortunately, unfortunately, there will be some I have to call it out because I am uh, I've seen those examples where like women are like now too egomaniacal where they go like yeah i am this now and i'm the best and look i proved you wrong and you know so i will treat you this way and nothing else matters to me completely wrong empowerment into like a psychotic episode of of like ego attacking my ego it's not even about you dude yeah it's about her Yeah, yeah and so and so like you know i mean uh, sorry woman like but if you are one of those people that like to use their power to just shove it in their you know partner's faces or their in-laws faces or something don't do that you're making it bad for, for other all women. the other people who are trying yeah, to rise up exactly Good point. Exactly. and that's what feminism is seen as these days like these teenage boys are always like you don't need feminism because you you think that women are above men which is not true at all that's completely just an utterly a lie yeah because feminism is something that is that just wants equality for everybody there's yep. nothing there's nothing more to it yeah. yeah you get those people on occasion those girls that on occasion that are like going at it like going crazy but that's not that's not all yeah i think is. like you said uh just don't take it the wrong way girls yeah. like don't uh, go over over the board with like the barber that you have and don't take it into a negative way yeah, and also guys you. don't take your women pro- being powerful as an attack on your ego right. yeah, exactly. as a threat, as a threat. Yeah. there needs to be a balance and it's about time that everybody like understood that balance yeah. there must be equilibrium yeah. on the basketball court yeah yes. yeah there has to there be has that's to why be. you yeah. have referees and yep. you know what we're on your side I would coaches but- I would <laughs> I would <Bro> definitely <laughs> yes I would definitely support, you know, I mean, the opposite of feminism, the meninism or whatever you want to yeah. call it. I don't care. Which but was like, our last episode. Which was yeah, our last episode. Yeah. You know, but like, please, please, please understand that like right now we're doing everything we possibly yes. can to like, you know, also gain, you know, our, like I said, equal share. It's going to take a long time, but you know, we need your help. You are literally the other uh, 50% of the world, you know, yeah. or whatever that is. And, um, you know, so just please realize if you're a husband if you're a brother or you know a, a, a partner a friend whoever whoever um you know that uh, please encourage the woman in your life to be the best version and potential uh you know of themselves that you know they can be you we need that um because otherwise we're gonna be looked at as you know power hungry monsters with ovaries yes (laughs) just like one more thing i wanted to touch on of course for like two seconds yeah um guys really need to stop looking at looks um i cannot tell you how many times i've heard oh she doesn't have long hair oh no she's she's not a blonde so i can't go for her i can't do this because she's not she's too short she's too tall like 510 is seen as whoa i can't do that that's an but that's an attack on my ego because i'm five eight i i think that's a very good point and that's definitely a lot of high school culture yeah um, but it carries but it carries over a i've lot. seen people in college say things about objectifying women's bodies mm-hmm. yeah right. well, college uh, college culture and, and like frat culture yeah. is a whole other other yep. episode i feel like which is so sad as well it's sad um yeah 
So guys, I must say, I really must say, um, I need to add uh, add a few people yeah. to my list of women influencers in my life, yes. and that's you three. Aww. Because oh, not only just... not only do we are we seeing this in the context of the career place, being a woman in the career place from you, are seeing it in the context of just growing up being a woman or getting married or you know having the choice to get married yeah. and growing up so young and going through this ocean of life by being this powerful wave and you know in- inspiring me educating me because i know that this episode is going to influence how i'm going to be doing therapy in the near future and mm-hmm. how i want to yeah. help empower women to get right to to stand up for themselves yeah. essentially and to motivate them to to sort of be be who they want to be yeah. and make it easier for other women to also transition into that right. mindset right. so thank you everybody to listening thank for this for podcast i hope you guys learned something from this i know i definitely did as a, yeah, as a dude i 100 percent like i mean this with my heart i was just heart. warming up thank i know <laughs> i could talk for i mean we could have a five-hour show right? <laughs> i mean because i know i can because honestly guys like sometimes you know you know human attention span is so little right but yeah. when you guys are talking like i feel like i'm in the moment Right. Now, I'm not a woman, but I do understand a lot of the place that you're coming from. But there's also areas which I can never understand. Right. And the fact that you guys presented to me that information and I could stay attentive throughout the entire time really says a lot. Because I'm not that attentive when I'm watching The Office on Netflix. <laughs> oh, I am. Okay, oh, okay. Oh, I, am. <laughs> I mean, not when you watch it for fourth time. Okay. Oh, um, um, but please also, anybody out there, please share your stories and yes. your comments. Yeah. Um, we, we're still learning and we still like to hear more of your stories yep girls. and if you're going through an emergency remember to contact the authorities and if you're going through something yeah. that you need assistance with there are many psychologists psychiatrists licensed people that can really help you out um, if you want you guys could reach out to us if you're going through a crisis and we can refer you to someone who can actually yeah. help you if not please reach out do your research there's many people out there that can help you okay and sometimes in that help money is not even a factor you would be surprised how many volunteers there are um so again guys thank you so much for listening to this podcast no thank you (laughs) because i learned a lot and thank you for our first guest the third sister and also a backbone of this project for supporting us she's our fan Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. since day one. one. You are right because I'm not putting words oh in your God, mouth because yes, you know I'm a guy and I can't just. <laughs> that was good. That one was okay, good. Okay, okay, But thank you guys. We're signing out off for now. We all have um, family gatherings to go to. It's some mm-hmm. some Davide, which we hope none of none of these examples come up in. Yeah. Right. And which we hope they all have biryanis. <laughs> yeah, and, yes. and I'll wash the patita. I'll wash the oh, dishes. I, so I want to try this. That's I want to try so this. Sweet. Yeah. Actually, I was gonna say that. Please, like while you were, you know, while you were thinking about this, be awesome, like Thaha. Thaha is one of the. Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, right. Yeah. I'm all right. You know, but wash no, your you're spoon. Awesome. It's yeah, be fine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And nurses in uh, uniform that are dudes, yeah. keep doing what you do. <laughs> um, <laughs> on that note, we'll see you in episode four. Um, and take care. Yeah, and remember. Oh, remember. Oh, wow. <laughs> and remember not to worry about. Look, yeah, get